Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Phanthropological Minisode. I'm Nick G. I'm here with Nick T and Nick Z. Today, we are going to try and answer the question, do we need genres? In a act of deference for once, I'm not going to immediately <laughs> jump to an answer. And I'm going to say, why don't we just take a straw poll and go from there and, you know, make a short, short day of it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. We could <laughs> probably wrap this up in a couple of minutes. Woo! Oh, yeah. All right. No, done. Boom. I don't yeah. care what you think. We don't need genres. I mean, yes, we do need them. Yeah. Great. Oh, man. Strapple only works if everyone knows what their opinion is on it. Oh, do you guys not know? <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> we don't need them. Okay. She says no. Zing, uh, how about you? Uh, you know, if you'd asked me before I did some reading up on the uh, the topic, I'd probably be, be all like no as well, but kind of think yes. Okay. I'm going to be a jerk and say yes. <laughs> Gotta say yes. I'm not numbered here. Right. I was going to say no, but that's mostly to be contrarian. Okay, so, genres. What are they? They're a thing that we use to classify things, right? Music, literature, mm-hmm. arts, other things. Uh, we don't call yep. them classifications for reasons that I don't know. They're, like, really broad. So, great. Classifications. Amazing. I want to watch a thing. I need some idea what I want to watch. I want to watch horror. So obviously there's just like a well-defined unified system of what a genre is. So I pick something off the horror shelf and it is 100% horror and bam, genres are great. Done. They should exist. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Well, I would know. No. What? I, w- oh. I would say, I would say this. So if you're like, man, what I want to watch right now is a horror movie. I'm going to pick a movie that it, that exactly meets all of my expectations for a horror movie because it's made in the horror movie genre for people who like horror movies. <laughs> and why, why did you watch it? <laughs> I'm, I'm just walking through, I think, how genres are intended to work. Right? Like, well, I, you like know, what, what kind of things do you like? I like comedy. Okay, I want to watch something funny. I don't want to wade through, like, well, this movie has a lot of funny elements, but it's not... Cat- like... I, th- I think that's the intent. But Z, you were about to say mm. something. I was going to make a flip remark about blockbusters and try to make a joke out of that. But uh, Go I, ahead. You yeah, know, go for it. Well, you know, when you're wandering down the aisle of your local blockbuster, if you live in Alaska, then, you know, you kind of <laughs> got to know, uh, know what's going on. Yeah, the final blockbuster. Oh, that that Okay, so that's a really good example, I think, of where genres have the potential to shine. Like, uh, tying into the earlier example... You, as a consumer of media, have no idea what you would like to consume. You have a very loose definition of your expectations of what you would like to consume. Um, the Blockbuster mm. is a good a good example in the sense that they have very loosely categorized their media into different genres. But if you're talking about something like the Blockbuster, you also have the benefit of having, say, a curator who doesn't need to depend mm-hmm. on very loose definitions and can just listen to ideas of what you expect and then try to give you a suggestion of something that meets your expectations. Like Netflix. Like net. No, fuck Netflix. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> they have so many genres. I've spent no, I mean- so much time on Netflix trying to pick out what I want to watch. <laughs> that is a great example of how genres are not helpful to me. No, I mean, net- Netflix, Netflix tries to figure out what you want to watch based on what you've already mm-hmm. watched. Oh, uh, yes, it does. Use- using genres and it does a terrible oh, job. It does do a ter- terrible job. <laughs> Okay, so like, working off of this Wikipedia page that I definitely don't have open. Oh, I should open <laughs> that Wikipedia page on genre. Hang on. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> genre. Genre began as an absolute classification system for ancient Greek literature. So, like, I don't know. It's old and garbage. But we're, <laughs> we're talking about the modern day. If you're talking... If you're talking to other humans, you don't need genres because humans can give you suggestions based on their brains. They're super smart brains. <laughs> but if you're talking about a dumb system, like, I don't know, pretty much any way that we categorize, like any system that we categorize things in the real world that isn't digital, you kind of have to put it into like one bucket. We don't have a smart way of putting things in multiple buckets. If you have digital information, you can categorize things in multiple different ways, and then you can get really refined. You can say, I'm watching this movie. And the movie can be tagged with all sorts of different things. Heck, you can quantify some of it, even. You can be like, uh, 50% of this movie is comedy. I don't know how we got there, but it's 50% yeah, comedy. Yeah. Um, and the computer can be even smarter because it can like take your past viewing history and whatever. But like, the genres are for dumb people. They're not... like. They're for non-computerized systems. They're for unsophisticated systems because building ontologies is hard. I feel like I'm going to make that my catchphrase, even though I don't know what it means. <laughs> building ontologies is hard. What does that mean? Go look it up. Read a book. Read a book in the reference section. Ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> favorite job. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, like... I don't know. Maybe I'm just making arguments that why, why genres do exist, not that they ought to exist. Oh yeah, I I uh, I understand why they exist, but uh, do we need them? I I think that they're useful. Coming a little bit more at it from the other side of things, from the creator side of things, it's a lot easier if you can say, "Hey, this thing I just made is horror. This thing I just made is science fiction, or this thing I just made is uh is Bigfoot romance," you know. <laughs> Ah, yes, oh, that, yeah. that growing it's... burgeoning genre. <laughs> so much easier if you can say that than just saying, hey, I made a thing. Because people can pick up on, you know, fantasy. There are all these different tropes involved, and people, tropes kind of have, like, this negative connotation a lot of the times. But I mean, like, if you write a fantasy novel and you call it fantasy, and maybe it's got, like, dragons. But otherwise it is exactly the same as this world a lot of people who are fantasy fans would be really disappointed with your book and they'd probably roast it in all of their reviews uh, not fantasy just just has dragons pasted in okay all right g uh g you it sounded like you had something to say there yeah well th well that's the thing right it's like it's like a, hey guys i have this new fantasy book it's a fantasy i know how you enjoy the fantasy genre can mm -hmm. my fantasy book but it doesn't it doesn't play out as as uh, as people who had the expectations of the fantasy genre had in their head, and then they don't like your book. Yeah, yeah. Wik so, Wikipedia even goes on to say that it's it's based on uh, what social uh, conventions. What was that? Somewhere on the page, it's it's based on social conventions. So it's it's not like it. It's like what G said. It's like, these are my expectations of what this genre should be mm -hmm. versus your expectations. It, it oh, yeah. It's a priori expectations of a thing, right? Yeah. Ooh, we're so, using fancy words today. That's right. <laughs> um, so does that mean that you should have written it more like what people expect the genre to be if you were writing in a genre? No. Does that not curtail art? 
No, because great pieces of art will either expand a genre that exists already or create a new one. Uh-oh, I don't like where this is going. Hey, how about I... How about I... So, like... That's, okay. Like, just so that I got my head straight. So, I'm recommending anime. Anime is not a genre, it is a medium. Uh, if you care about the distinction between a medium and a genre, I don't care. That's not important right now. And both of you have seen some anime that I have on my shelf behind me. Uh, I believe mm-hmm. I've shown some of Die Guard to each of you. The mm-hmm. giant robot Probably. show which is about a company that can't fund the giant robot that they have to f- use to fight the robots, the monsters. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you both, both have seen Gundam Wing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. That, that's, that's all I need. Both of those, I think, are qualified as mecha shows. Yep. Yeah. I don't think selling somebody on Die Guard because it's a mecha show is really doing anybody any favors. Nor, if it was on the list of these are mecha shows... You'd be like, ah, oh, I watched that. That wasn't really what I expected. That wasn't helpful. It also doesn't help if I put it in a new category, a new genre-defining category of um, real life meets giant robot. Sure. And arguably, if I have the ability to create a bunch of micro-genres like that, if I can just <laughs> tag things, then like, who cares what the main category is? I don't need a bucket. I just need a list of tags i can go to the library Man. and i just be like show me all the things that are funny and tragic oh so like all Shakes. tragic comic things all things. <laughs> yeah notice this in literature tragic comic is what goes in wikipedia or as we say today dramedy oh <laughs> hey but I, but i mean like the whole point of a genre is to is to have this all-encompassing category to like put things neatly in a grouping, as soon as you give the ability to like allow things to cross over into different genres, I mean, sure, you're describing like that's a useful way to describe things. That's how we describe things as humans. That's how computers describe things. But it's just kind of like that's not really a great argument for genres. That's a good argument for better classification systems. I mean, as as a starting point, you need to if you're describing something to someone, you need to say it's something like. Like, they do need to know what a book is before you tell them about your book. <laughs> Odds are they do, but like, you know, that like, and so on. There has to be a certain, you know, commonality. If your book is out there and you've like, it's a fantasy book through and through, like, it's basically a take, let's just say it's Lord of the Rings, but all the names are changed. Sure. Pure fantasy. Yeah. Pure typical fantasy. But like, you've got, uh, you've got like this buff bare-chested elf on the cover people see that they're gonna think oh there's there's some romance in here yeah. we all know there is no romance in the lord of the rings people would be outraged all right so in your example is it romance or is it fantasy you can only pick one you can only it's have fantasy one genre a, it's fantasy with a terrible cover it's fantasy. <laughs> that would be that would be the only example of that genre i'm sure <laughs> but what i mean is that like genre is is useful because it like it's a shorthand for, I mean, going back to the top of this this episode, even that short time ago, shorthand for like what people want. It is an illumination of desires, as Leslie Jameson might say. Oh, I think I think it is quite the opposite. I think it is a shadowing. Oh man, darkening of desires. Oh, oh I like fantasy. 
well, why? If you just say that you like a genre, you stop kind of examining why you like the things you like. Like, what about <sighs> it do you like? You can't. I'm sure there's someone who doesn't like every fantasy novel. No, no, I don't. Be, I don't think that there are. I think the majority of fantasy fans don't even like every fantasy novel. I don't know. I feel like it, I feel like it reduces the way we talk about stories. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, going back to Leslie Jameson, the man, the New York Times has this thing every now and then where like oh, two people write kind of like about the same topic, and it's, sometimes it's a debate, sometimes it's not. They had one about genre. Do genre labels labels bleh, do genre labels matter anymore? Someone has had this debate before. Shocking. I know. Shocking. I'm outraged. Imagining. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Leslie Jameson also made the point. Genre is still pretty useful because, you know, picture this. You're at a party. You know, you don't really know anybody there. Gotta get into some small talk before you go really deep and like, oh, uh, it's kind of yeah, awkward and yeah, weird, but like, yeah. okay, picture yourself, I don't know, in a bookstore. Genre is that small talk. I don't feel like your analogy has like really painted a picture for me. I feel like you have two scenes and they're not connected. Genre is small talk. Okay, cool. Fine. Sure. Yeah. What if, what if instead of I like fantasy, you say I like books like Lord of the Rings? Mm, that would be that would be high fantasy, I believe. Right. Fine. No, stop it. Or epic stop fantasy. You just dodged my question. You just dodged <laughs> okay. my question. Okay. But like nobody, nobody has that conversation. And here's a great example why. Here's a great example why. G or Z. I don't know if either sure, of you are fans sure. of the science fiction genre. Oh, I've, I've been known. Yeah. But have you Space ever... Space opera, maybe more so. Yeah, I, no, stop, please. No. <laughs> but have either of you ever just said that? It's like, I'm a sci-fi fan. I, I will say that I'm a fan of anime or manga, mm-hmm. which is not, um, not a genre, technically. If we're like saying I'm a fan of television. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I have mm, said that. Mm. <laughs> But even in that mm. instance, let's say I was, uh, I like um, shonen anime, which also, as we have done previous, as, as we've talked about in previous episodes, not a very useful distinction at all. No. But I will usually take any time where I'm describing the things I like and just add boatloads of context because genres are not useful classifications of things mm. when describing things to other people. I will say, oh, some of my favorite uh, manga are like Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball and uh, whatever else I can see on my shelf behind me. You know, yeah. I, I will describe it in terms of things that I'm watching or things that I'm enjoying now or that I have enjoyed because that tells infinitely more than like, I like sci-fi. Okay, does that mean you like Star Trek? Does that mean you like Star Wars? Does that mean you like comic book movies? Does that mean you like Alien? Does that mean you like Looper or... um interstellar those are all very different movies yeah sorry looper doesn't belong in there but like those are all very different oh. movies that are sci-fi a looper sci-fi okay fine sure. yeah i mean uh, i guess the other ones all are red space and looper's not yeah. but not space fi <laughs> fine <laughs> new boy this is, what, this is what i'm talking about like that's not useful no i mean like all of those probably have a lot of intersecting like alien. I'd primarily describe as a horror film. Sci-fi. It's in space. I yes. mean, psychological like, horror though. But like structure does structure as a horror. Film. <laughs> all right. They all overlap a, a bunch, right? 
I would I would like to add another thing from that same New York Times piece. <laughs> Why don't we just talk to this this author person? Seems like they have opinions. It was the other the other part of it. Okay, written by Dana Stevens, mm-hmm. um, whose whole whole thing was that uh, etymologically and thematically genre and gender share a lot. And she was making the point that like at this point in history, you know, the the gender binary of man and woman broken down all sorts of uh, new genders are being acknowledged, being recognized. And like, it's also leading people to question the whole, like, why do we have such a rigid, you know, I guess two party, two party structure to begin with, you know, you got to like try to come up with these, adjectives that better describe individuals and her bigger point was that genre is doing the same thing but in a much 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 slower way and like i think once we got there yeah genre is just going to be like the title of a book or the name of of a show or something you know it's not even going to be a category anymore Mm -hmm. but like at the same time that would be so universally recognized as say fantasy or magical realism or science fiction that like you could just say it and people would recognize it. Cause I think that's where like, that's what makes genre useful category as far as, you know, categorizing things, maybe not super useful, but like a shorthand, even if you wouldn't go up to somebody and say, Hey, I'm a fantasy fan. Like it's still useful as a shorthand for, Instead of saying, I like stories about magic that have, like, usually a medieval setting, medieval Europe, but, you know, whatever. And there's some, like, castles and, like, maybe orcs and elves and trolls. You just say, I like fantasy. No, don't say that. That doesn't tell anyone anything. That is, that is, that is the opposite, like, saying, what you're saying here is that it doesn't tell anybody anything, but is that just because, like, in your mind the fantasy genre is too crowded. It no longer has meaning because it's so huge. None of the words that I would use to describe a genre have enough meaning to provide sus like romance, horror, action, science fiction, fantasy. Mm. None of these have enough description to tell me anything about what it is that you enjoy about those things. And further, um, well, obviously, people will use those words because they are merely descriptors to like give a loose idea. They will almost immediately follow up with more detail. Or even if they do not, more importantly to me, I want to understand people. I want to connect to people. And the way that we do that, the way that we understand other people is through words. And mm-hmm. it's going to be very hard. Like if you go up to somebody at a convention, and we've already talked about this, how you know that somebody at a convention is interested in at least something that intersects with what you're interested in. They are not a random in the street. Yeah. The person that says, even if it's in excruciating detail, about the kind of thing that they like, the genre that they like, the categorization of things that they like, if they like watching anime with big busted cat girl maids, (laughs) maybe that's not what I'm into. In terms Mm. of anime, but that has already told me an immense amount of things that allowed me to connect. Like that is a fast track to a connection saying that they like 
romance or action doesn't tell me crap. Admittedly, I can ask further questions, but it's like pulling teeth because most of the time people don't know what they want. <laughs> first, the first, first, quit. like it's like someone's like, I like cyberpunk. Or I like, you know, sci-fi or, or I like romance or whatever. The first, the first immediately, you don't even have to think about it. Ping pong question back to them is like what? <laughs> right. I like deck like building sci-fi. card games. Okay. Me too. Yes. I mean the other the other the other issue I had was people people uh from a creative standpoint beginning with the genre instead of beginning with the the idea or whatever. But if if you if you want to argue that genres are useful from a marketing perspective, that I mean, is that's that's undeniably true. Yeah, then that is an entirely different conversation. A lot of the examples you're giving T are for uh shows or movies. Um, I can't really pin down the examples you've been given to you seem to be kind of all over the place. But when I think of genre, I, I usually think of books. Yes, that is primarily. quite evident. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and like the, the stuff that I was reading about was mostly about genre in books where they like even include things like fiction and nonfiction or genres in poetry as a genre and that all that stuff. But like in my mind, those will always be forms and not genres because Genres are, I guess, subgenres of fiction. In terms of books, like 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 have like having to state a genre is othering your book in in the classical canon, right? You're either writing yeah. literature or you're writing genre fiction. Oh yeah, which is lower. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pulp fiction. It's for the masses kind of thing. Oh, is that it? I'm being mindful of you <laughs> I've been mind, I mean mindful of the reason that we decided to do these minisodes is to have short <laughs> episodes if you want to see us argue in circles for another 80 minutes uh, text uh, circles click now. yeah click now alright well that's going to do it for this minisode um, definitely a topic we are probably going to tackle <laughs> again at a later date if you have a topic you'd like to yep. see us tackle in the minisode email it to us nick at the nixcast.com Uh, Until then, for P and Z, I'm Nick G, and we'll talk to you next time.